0: grabs it and handballs it away and for the first time
1: the Swans are onward to victory Swansational scenes at North Sydney Oval Welcome to Thursday Lions, I'm your host Scooty Pappenhausen, I'm back, I'm fresh faced, it's finals, so we inject a bit of speed, a bit of star power, and uh, Nikki's obviously in Italy, so she's doing better than all of us, little two week jaunt, so you guys are stuck with me, but it's good to be back, back on top, and uh, we'll spear into the, uh, the pre, or no, sorry, the first week of AFL finals, and uh, some of the NRL finals as well, but uh, no rest for the wicked down in Melbourne, MG women's footies kept up and about on the week off.
2: Yeah, good morning Security. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um no men's footy but uh geez, uh good to see uh whoever whoever's running the prices at the bookies, they just gave a few free hits over the weekend. So yeah, it was a good start. Melbourne uh Melbourne line I think moved 8 or 10 points in the first game and the oversailed sailed over, so yeah, it was a positive uh first week in the women's and now I'm uh, fresh ready to go. We've done some damage already uh in some of these totals posting too high for finals and a bit of weather around, so we'll discuss those shortly, but there yeah, looking to get off to a fast start uh, tonight's game, Melbourne-Collingwood.
1: Yeah, a little bit of rain around Melbourne, so that's uh, really interesting. I've been a pretty harsh critic of uh, women's footy, but uh, I did tune into a couple of games last week, and the standard has lifted, so good to see. And uh, I was just shocked at some of the crowds. Some of the crowds look absolutely outstanding there. So big queues over in Perth, and uh, I guess people are voting with their feet. So the AFL are absolutely uh, making a mockery of other codes because they're getting plenty through the uh, through the gates. I'll tell you what, one of my uh, NRL teams uh, they m- might be better place in the women's side. The Rabbitohs didn't uh, make the finals top rope and just uh, there's big, big dramas there, but it's good to have finals uh, rugby league up and about this week, but uh, it's a bit of sweet for you. There's only four weeks of the greatest game of all left, so how are you feeling about it all?
0: Well, I was about to say, Scoot, it was great to have you back, Ryan Pappenhausen-like, kind of firing his little signals, but uh, uh, all of a sudden we uh, we open a weekend, that was opening week of the NRL finals talking about AHL women's footy, unbelievable, unbelievable way this could. Unbelievable! I expected more so you. I expected this to be straight-in, hard-hitting rugby league from the get-go. <laughs> the national club. uh now nah, up and about. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it is the start of it. It's a great career. I love this week of the finals, but then we've only got nine games left. But the good news is, Scoop. Unlike other codes around uh, around Australia, uh, rugby league is the international game. So we've got a month of uh, international footy following the. Uh, uh, following the end of the IRL, so will be just sweet. Will be just sweet more, <laughs> more, more, more sweet than bitter, which is un, un, unusual for me. It's
1: an interesting one. If we uh, have a quick look in the rearview mirror from last week, it was so oh, it was just a, it was like a mass tanking, just a mass walk over the B teams uh, lined up for Storm and the Broncos. Storm were uh, victorious on that occasion. Quite a strange uh, betting move, and just strange, just in general. And now I guess the two sides face off in the opener on, on Friday night. Uh, run us through what happened uh, in in last week's uh, final round. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a
0: very strange final round. I kind of, if you're a relatively astute punter, you kind of did kind of, you play yourself some decent middles because the lines were bouncing all over the shop. But uh, Storm rested 13 players, Broncos rested eight, and it was a uh, fairly wild, um, wild kind of game there. But with the the, the most notable was Ryan well, Papenhuis. His first full 80 minutes of first grade in in, in 13 months, there was a um a try and a try assist from the great man, and now he looks to be well and truly back. And we'll get into those games uh, a bit later on. But he was uh, uh, certainly the story of that game. Uh, we went to, to Friday night. mainly smashed the Tigers in a completely relevant game, except to Fury Uh South from the Roosters, huge game. Two field you. opposition. Former host OB. real opposition. Former host <laughs> Michi up and about. Uh, wild, wild times though. But uh yeah, the rest of their job on South. And there'd been nothing but the uh nothing but because yeah, what's the, the the eulogies have been written for South. one of the biggest collapses in history. They were second premiership favourites after round eleven, so they've missed the final unbelievable. Uh Dalton Biddle the uh, main warriors, they left uh, nine or ten stars at home, the warriors. No surprises there, 34-10. Panthers ended the Cowboys run and secured the Raiders a spot in the final with their 44-12 win. There was strong speculation they were going to wrestle the players. In the end, they didn't, and uh, much to the Raiders' relief. But uh, uh, the Cowboys, very disappointing season. Knights, now nine on the trot, smash the Dragons, 32-12. Titans beat the embarrassing Bulldogs, 34-30. The Bulldogs finish with the 12th worst defense of the NRL era. And the fourth worst defence of the last decade. So, uh, well done to Cameron Sorollo, Phil Golden, the, 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 the team of the blue body He was puts the down with the ball as well, and kind of great stuff. And the uh, Sharks and Raiders, uh, Raiders, were riding this one. They were up six four, you know, down eight six at the time when Sebastian Chris sent off absolutely went to water as they always do. So, they've snuck into the eighth spot, and the first team in Premiership history to make the finals with a differential of minus hundred or less.
1: Well, yeah, it's a, uh, I guess, minus uh, North Queensland Cowboys and and South who most would have uh, picked to uh, finish in the top eight. I think it's, it's, you just look at the uh, the lineup for the first week of games, and I think the NRL will be chuffed at uh, the way that the, the ladder's fallen, and it looks like an absolute beauty. If you have a look at uh, the round 27 stats, we see that uh, 75% of the favourites uh, got the chocolates, despite uh, some uh, topsy-turvy uh, side selections, 63% of the covers there, the totals went uh, on the knocker there at 50%, the home win was at uh, 63%, and if you have a look at that for the season stats, 69% of favourites have uh, won, 48% have covered, so slightly in there to the Plus, uh, totals are, are a little bit low, <clears throat> and then uh, the home teams uh, have got the chocolates for the uh, season in its entirety. There's a fair bit happening over in New York at the moment. Uh, we've been catching uh, any of the tennis, MG. Obviously, that was uh, your bread and butter when you moonlighted, All you were a bookie at uh, Pinnacle Sports, but... Uh, what are you making of this uh, US Open? I think uh, Djokovic had a bit of a, uh, a heart scare or a bit of a murmur there. He's a $1.65 favourite. Alcaraz is two sixty. Medvedev eight fifty. uh 50 Zarev is $26 and uh, Ben Shelton 41 Any thoughts on that, market?
2: Yeah, we've got uh, five left. So one of the semis has been set where the uh, young 20-year-old from America, Shelton, takes on Djokovic. You don't often see semi-final prices uh, where the favourite's going out at $1.03, but uh, yeah, it looks like... From the start of the tournament, security, when we put it up, they were two clear favourites, and I don't think anything's changed. So Alcaraz goes around uh, today shortly at uh, $1.20 chance against the Rev, so he should go into the semi-final there against uh, the three-seed Medvedev, and I'd be surprised if one doesn't play two. And, uh, yeah, they've kind of alternated results during the year, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a great crack- clash. And uh, Djokovic broke another record uh, by reaching his 47th semi-final in a major, which is uh, unbelievable going past Roger Federer.
1: Hmm, surprised they let him in the joint. He's still unvaccinated. <laughs> uh looking at the uh, the women's card, uh Sabalenka 210, uh, Goff 260, Machova 550, Keys, $9. Vondrasova, I think I've backed her up the Flemington Straight a couple of times, $15. Uh, any insights or thoughts on on the women's side of the draw? It's always a bit uh bit unpredictable, the women's.
2: Yeah, we said at the start of the tournament just to be a bit wary. 12 of the last 16 have been different winners in the women's, so it does become a bit of a lottery, and the uh the favourite did go out there. So Sabalenka has been the second favorite throughout. Goff's been uh, up in the betting because she won a tournament coming in as well. So we've got um, uh, the last of the quarterfinals playing again today, and the winner will play Sabalenka, the two seed. And in the other semifinal, Goff will play much over. So I think um, I'm pretty. It'll be I think the two favorites. It's hard to go past them. Sabalenka will play Goff in the final, and it'll be. Uh, a good match because Goff's the uh, the young American. So they've had a very good tournament overall, Scooty. The the Americans have got some players back in the back end of the tournament.
1: Gone super. The FIBA men's World Cup uh has joined at the point in two. Uh, no surprises at the top of the betting here. Top sport uh dollar sixty USA, Canada three seventy five, Serbia eight seventy five, and Germany ten dollars. So yeah, semi final stage here. Looks like it's uh, Canada, Serbia, and then USA <coughs> sorry. And then, what is it, uh, USA and Germany on the other side?
2: Yeah, so USA play uh, Serbia in, in one final. They'll go around at 10-point favourites, and uh, Canada will be 5-point favourites over Serbia there. So, uh, yeah, a bit disappointing for the Aussies. They went out without help, didn't even get past the group stages. So, unfortunately, uh, couldn't get on the back of the uh, women's soccer um, success there, Scooty, and uh, they had high expectations and come up donuts.
1: Mm, that, that'd, that'd be a pretty disappointing result, I would have thought, given their squad.
2: Yeah, yeah, very poor. Yeah, they, uh, they they never fired a shot, really. So um, with the amount of NBA players we've got on the increase, it was a very disappointing result. A national no, disgrace.
1: <laughs> so, surprised you know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely appalling and our NFL season starts tomorrow uh top rope right Friday 10:20 uh, a.m. Detroit Lions and uh KC, Ch- KC Ch- Kansas City I'm tipping the uh, Kansas City Chiefs will be a uh, hard roll in that one. Let's have a look a quick look at Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs uh 650, Eagles 850, the Bills are $10, Bengals 10, uh San Francisco 49ers $10, Cowboys 15, Jets 17, Ravens 19, Lions 22 and Chargers 23. Uh Super Bowl any uh any angles or or any value picks? there? Yeah,
0: really, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you three three main picks, and I'll give you um, give you a roughie. Uh, I think from the AFC side, I think Baltimore are going to be very hard to roll. I think it's it's going to be down to Baltimore, Buffalo, and uh, Kansas City. Obviously, those you know, who have the, again quite a with the Lamar contract situation settle a bit. I think they've improved their receivers. I think they've got a real passing energy from the, the Ravens. Oh, I'm, I'm going with them I think they probably jump into that Cincinnati slot slot there and the NFC uh, I think I, I'm, I'm very happy to take on Philadelphia this year I think they're going, to be, they're going to be it's going to be a little overstretched this year uh, Dallas to win the division and I think Dallas and San Francisco a throwback to the 90s uh'll be fighting at the NFC there and the Ruffy on the AFC something I, I, I bet this team every which way it overs division <laughs> Matt playoffs, I'm sick for it. The Las Vegas Raiders. I think they're in for a big year. Big concerned about their coach, but I, 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 I like I like the Jimmy Garoppolo signing. I think they were a better team last year than than their win total that on. So uh, I think they they are a very good player this year. Eighty to one.
1: MG. Any uh, any of Top Rope's thoughts line up uh, with uh, any glance that you've had at Super Bowl or uh, not on your radar yet with so much women's footy.
2: No, don't be funny. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised top rope's tipping the 49ers again. Jeez. Yeah, one of <laughs> Hey, Melbourne, Melbourne Storm and 49ers, that's a surprise <laughs> tip from the, from the top rope, throwing it in. Uh, I I actually, I, yeah, I'm, I think the, the Chiefs are obviously there to beat. I agree with top rope. I think the Eagles, too short for me. Not sure about the Bills, just running down the list. So I think uh, Burroughs will be there with the, the Bengals again. And there is big wraps on the Cowboys, but – Geez, lack of lack of production for more and they you know, they just struggle to get it done at the business end. So I think you'd be uh, wary there and you can have the jets at seventeen dollars leave me out of the jets. Awesome. Miles How one doesn't work?
0: How one doesn't work?
2: They're like Carlton at the start of the year when they were eleven dollars or something ridiculous. So yeah, leave me out of the jets ridiculous unders.
1: All right, hopefully uh something there for the punters back at home. Let's have a uh, little let, let, let's get the serious stuff uh up and talking. Now, let's talk about uh, the AFL premiership prices and uh I'm tipping 90% of the people that watch this show have taken a little bit of 100 to 1 about the field here. So, we might even uh, get the boys' uh thoughts on what to do with some of these maybe uh, lay back or these cash out pro- propositions or which, which sides that you can sort of ride right until the, uh, the prelims or the grand final because there's plenty of offers flying uh, thick and fast at the moment. But... Um Holding sometimes is the best thing you can do. Collingwood Magpies are a uh, short favorite here, three dollars thirty. Brisbane Lions are three eighty. Melbourne Demons are three eighty. Port Adelaide are uh, five fifty. Fair bit of uh, juice here on the board at Top Sports uh, and all bookies here. Uh, Carlton eleven dollars. Giants twenty one. Saints thirty four. And Swans are uh, the rank outsider are at forty one dollars. MG. If I'm holding a ticket on maybe the top three in the market at a uh, hundred to one, Collingwood, Brisbane, Melbourne. You have you. Yeah. Any any thought of cashing out, or would you be uh, holding on for dear life, waiting till the, pr- the prelims or or grand final day to trade out of that business? Or how would you play it?
2: Sounds like you're, you're pretty deep into these better r hundred to one uh, promos. How many accounts did you get rolling for this, scooty? Well, I am Australian. Plenty of the phone book going on. No, it's scooty. but the plan would be for if you got a ticket in the top four, you wouldn't have Port Adelaide, I wouldn't assume anyway. But uh, for the top three, definitely, I'd just be waiting for prelim week that. They should all get there, and I'd wait until, as you said, there's too much percentage in there at the moment to start doing this kind of stuff, so I'd wait and just see how it shakes out for the uh, prelim week, and then if you want to trade with four teams left, I'd be doing it that way.
1: Hmm. So let's say you've, you've got all three. I'm not saying I do, but if you've got the top three absolutely rolling, could you do worse things than have 200 on Port Adelaide?
2: Uh, not going to Brisbane. I, I'd I'd be waiting right now. I think Brisbane will get the job. Um, done up there. They haven't lost up at the gabba this year. So if you've got all three scooty, I'd I'd just be uh, you know, wait waiting for the victory and waiting which one to get paid <laughs> out on. I wouldn't be stressing too much about it, mate.
1: AFL Brownlow Medal looks like a little bit of a sweat for anyone that uh, snapped up early prices for Nick Dacos. Uh, $2.70 at top sport. Marcus Pelly $3. Zach Butters, $5.20. It's uh unbelievable to read his name in the uh the top four. Christian dollars six seventy five, Lockie Neal, eleven dollars. snubbed in the All Australian team, which is uh incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Taranto, fifty-six, Errol Goulden, uh sixty-one dollars, Connor Rosie, seventy-five, and Jordan Dawson seventy-five. Bit of a changing of the guard at uh in this Brownlow medal market here. Nick Dacos, can he can he hang on?
2: He can. He's going to be a, he's going to be a leader right to the death. I think. I think it's a great count. Sets up to be. Um, I th- there's definitely only four chances. I think the ones there. I know Neil's still eleven dollars. He's miles under. He can't win it for mine. Uh, I think there's only four chances. I think they're all pretty close. Um, people have got difference in, difference of opinions, but everyone seems to have it uh, in the tied tied category. Winner by one, winner by two, and and most of them within two or three votes the four players scoot, So it all depends how you read it. Um, and I think the uh, the live count might be one for the ages this year with uh, Dacos being such a large leader and mm. just how the bookies are going to uh, read read their sheets, I guess, to to when you pinpoint, you know, I think uh, from a personal level, I think if you're going to back uh, Butters from Port Adelaide, he has a very quiet start to the year, whereas Petrarca and Dacos both rip out of the gate. So I would be staying away from Butters pre-post and I'd be waiting for him in the run if I was picking a brand low strategy but yeah i think uh i think if you're on day cost um i think you're going to get pretty good options to trade out in the run as well because you'll be leading by a fair margin so you'll be able to sit and wait and just see how the counts shaping out you know leading into around 17, 18, where he, where he goes cold.
1: Outstanding. And uh, we'll obviously offer some uh, Brownlow assistance with uh, MG's Brownlow tip package. We'll uh, organise that over the next couple of weeks because I do know for a fact that that is one thing that Top Rope openly admits to enjoying is Brownlow Metal Knight. Not that he can actually sit through the count, but he loves the uh, the two weeks before where he has 867 bets responsibly through all the uh, the different player action markets. So it's the one thing that you can bet on that uh, the race has already run. So it's a very rare event. Top rope. I've got
0: a great uh, I've got a great strategy for the brown one. Just keep betting until the jump. Watch you when they read the votes set up, and then you know, put some odd episodes of Deadwood on in between. Keep it up when they start reading out the votes. Get back on because I cast not all the guff in between. <laughs> sensation. Don't know any of these players. I'd love to be able to back a Polynesian bloke one time in uh in an event. Yeah. It's a very stage sport, yeah, the AFL. was progressive as we got that but <laughs> uh, uh, good good good. I will say this, it's you know, much like Eurovision, much like Eurovision Brown and I does offer a spectacle, so I'll give it that. Don't know where
1: to go with that one, but uh, MG's tip packages are uh, still in the positive. So he's up nine point nine two units, and he's still uh, hitting around two point seven five percent pop. We might do a, a couple of deals if and uh, for the uh, the NRL and AFL uh, tip packages for the rest of the final series. We might just pump it out if you bought something with us or an existing customer. We might uh, give you guys the uh, the finals for free as a little uh, double scoop there. Prelim, well, sorry, premiership prices uh, with the NRL top rope. Let's pretend that. Uh, I'm on the Panthers as well at 100 to 1, and they're $2.40 at top sport. Broncos, $3.10. Tipping, there's not many people on them at the big odds. Melbourne Storm would be a moral at $6. And then you've got uh, the Warriors are a bit of a jack-in-the-box at $12. And then uh, Newcastle Knights, $17. I think Kingsley Bartholomew might be the Lone Ranger on the Roosters at $6. They have ballooned back out to $21. And then you've got uh, Nico the Sharks at $34 and Raiders, 101. Uh My riding uh, the Panthers uh, looking for their uh, 3 P at the 100 to 1 and just – unrelenting
0: I'll give you the three most important words in gambling spirit. never cash out <laughs> of course you're not cashing out you're really not right especially if you've got the Panthers now I will say this I, 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 I think have got the Lone Ranger on the Sydney Reisters I'm also with you on the Sydney uh, I it, uh, That I bet I've been offering uh, offering 50 bucks for your $1,000 ticket well, well I would say never cash out I would probably take that cash out and then they put the $50 on the fare and $38 available for the rest of this site. So, uh, um, yeah, there are ways to play it to keep, your, uh, keep your, 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 your goal alive. But Penrith, what do you say? Penrith have got absolutely smoked the Warriors this weekend. And they're a game away from their fourth straight final. Well. So, man, if think Brisbane are severe on this, severe on this. They, they've got a hard, got a hard uh, game this week. And Storm will get to that one. And if they look at that one, what they have for the previous 14 occasions against the Storm, well, then they're on the wrong side of the draw, and they're going to have a to go through Penrith. So, very, very difficult time.
1: Mm, that's exciting. That's, that's, that's music to so many people's ears out there in the gambling, the gambling landscape. And it could
0: I'll, be- I'll tell you, you who, whose ears is not music to. All those that Benar are trying to cash out, it's like getting desperate in their business, that no one wants to take while a hold of liability of how much.
1: Mm, it could be the stone end of better. It might be the uh, the fastest, I guess, growth strategy ever to the uh, – <laughs> it, it might be. I'm guessing somewhere between, what, a $50 and to $80 million stand for, on Penrith Panthers without knowing. I've got no I'll, mail I'll internally. It, I'll
0: take the over on that. Eh? I'll take the over on the 80. MG?
2: Uh, I think it's around that 75 to 100 mark, yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. I'm, I've, I've heard, heard a few I've heard, Yeah, I've heard a few times they've been trying to cash out. I don't know oh, sorry, even bet out. I know they tried to do it uh, a couple of weeks ago at the two eighty on Goodmail. A few golfers that I play with it. They were trying to uh offload five or ten at the two eighty. I don't understand what difference that makes. You've got to go down with the ship, don't you? At this stage. But yeah. It um I don't know. They're gonna to have to get to the team hotel better and, and stitch up the Penrith players leading you- in for
0: Exactly what I was going to say, MG. You're going to have to nobble them, surely. That would be better off spending. That would better off spending. That's <laughs> just getting and from the critics now. They
2: would be trying to get you out of their silly cash out of us. Yeah, I'd just go in and cook them the meals leading up to the day. That would be my go. Not like that's been done before, 1998 World Cup soccer.
1: Anyway, we'll watch this space. Uh, having a look at the season tally, I think it's the first uh, losing year at the moment. Still time to run for uh, top rope since um, he's joined Little Birdie. So losing at 13% there and minus 57 units. So a little bit of a, uh, a stinger there. But um, like all good things, he's not done yet. He can uh, fight a way out of this one, I think. And i was looking
0: forward to their 85 year grand final, but
1: <clears throat> I did read something about Martingale and Elon Elon Musk uh, using what is it a three billion dollar bank and see if how long it'd take you to tap out on uh, Martingale strategies at casinos. So maybe uh, put that one into your Twitter search. It's um entertaining. Okay, let's uh let's start looking at uh, the games this week. Look at the AFL uh, as a priority because it's Thursday night, the first one. This is absolutely mouth-watering uh, contest. Collingwood, $1.88. Uh, Melbourne Demons, one ninety-two. The line's one and a half, and it's 154 and a half. Money for the under in the total here, MG. And Nick Dacos is the news through the week. He's not going to be up for this, and I assume they're just going to roll the dice with him pending uh, how this match plays out on Thursday night, and he may only have two decent games within with uh in himself i know from what i saw last week gee he was still um he was still pretty underdone yeah
2: he was never going to play for this match that was just all media bs uh, i'm trying to make stories leading into it so they got something to talk about was never going to play probably most unlikely to play next week was only ever going to be set for the prelim from the mail i got and i think they'll stick to that and if Collingwood would do get the job done he'll play in the prelim and if he miss if they miss next week i would be highly doubt that he comes in and plays but um We'll see what the next week brings over. But, yeah, there's a contest. This is 1st uh, v 4th, cracking contest, MCG neutral ground. Uh, both these teams, Collingwood 11-3 at the G and Melbourne 11-2. So both dominant records at the MCG. Um, the crowd will be interesting. Melbourne are trying to hype up their crowd, but um, unfortunately the snow season's probably not finished. And I'm not sure how many will be back. But, yeah, the G will be rocking for Collingwood, and if they uh, get out of the blocks early, then you'll know it's a home ground for Collingwood. Uh, the stats here... Pretty uh, pretty similar in terms of their offense, the, how their totals run. Collingwood do have 11-5 and five record and a 10-6 and six cover. So advantages go with them. Collingwood have covered eight of the last ten against Melbourne. Surprisingly, the, the mark's been pretty solid here around the one. It tried to push to the two and come back this morning. So it looks like that's where it's going to stay. And as you said, the key to this game is going to be the, uh, the weather. They put up 167.5 last week. The bookies tried to be brave going early. Unfortunately, didn't read the weather. Report that was coming. Um, whether the rain actually comes or not is just the, I guess the cherry on top. This game always was going to be a sub one sixty total the way these two play, and the only way Melbourne's going to win is turn it into a, a bit of a chess match, try and slow down the game. So pretty comfortable that we bet early there in the unders it's moved down 12, 13 points, and I think it'll sit whether the rain comes or not. We've got about a three four hour stretch of where the rain's meant to come. Um, I think the key in this match is, um, I think. Um, Howe for Collingwood will play a defensive role in the forward line on lever to stop the intercept marks. So um, I think that'll be uh, a key and one to watch. But I'm going to go uh, shade Collingwood at this stage, Scooty, without too much confidence and pretty keen on the under.
1: Mm, it's scary because when Howe goes forward, he's, he can actually kick goals. So that could be the winning matchup there.
2: Yeah, I just think with the matchups going forward, I don't think Howe needs to play as the third tall back. I think between Murphy and Moore both coming in, They'll cover whatever Melbourne dish up with Van Royen and McDonald and also Fritz. And I think, yeah, as I said, they just can't afford Lever to have the intercept marks going in. And I think that Howe will play a defensive role on him. And, yeah, he'll look to come- kick some goals as well.
1: Mm, the weather's definitely coming, so it'll be interesting to see how – how slippery it is uh, later on tonight and how early that uh, rain falls. So uh, make sure you check the forecast and the, uh, the satellite radar at uh, at thebomb.gov. Next uh, game is an Absolute Beauty. I don't know you're up and about, about this one. Top rope, Brisbane Broncos 159, Storm 235, line 4.5. Total forty-two and a half. I think the weather is uh, absolute Mickey Mouse up here in Brizzy Slight I do see that there's possible shower, fifty percent chance, maybe up to three mil, but uh, it should be just done and dusted by that anyway. We've had just mad electrical storms all week.
0: Oh, mate! I, I the more rain there is, the better this is going to be for the storm, with the you know the, the the Broncos' big advantage is their speed. And their ability to kind of move the ball quickly. The way this becomes, the more it plays into the hands of the storm, big men going through the middle there. So, I um, uh, you will surprise you none, surprise no listener any, that I'm super, super keen on the storm here. There's one good bet in rugby league is the storm to beat the Broncos. It's been talked about how, yeah, the storm won in Australia against the Broncos. Maybe the Broncos haven't met their best over the last kind of, yeah, seven, eight years. They're 31 and four in the last 35. They've kind of 25 of the last 32 games. They've won 13 straight at some court. Right, The dominance is obscene, absolutely obscene. They've scored 40-plus in five of the last eight, five of the last seven with full-strength sides. So, uh, Drive Hughes fit, Pappenhausen on the bench. Who knows how he'll be used, but I'll give you the tip. He'll be used well. Clay very astute. Uh, Kevin Walters, not so much, not so much. Uh, I've seen the strengths of the Broncos. Uh, yeah, how they're going to move the worldwide. wide. I think there's one coach that's gonna be able to counteract that is Craig Bellamy. Yeah, they've got a they've got a better bench, the 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 uh the storm. You're gonna see yeah, Harry Ground going to have a big big game around I mean half he yeah, he's the one guy who's gonna be able to put Payne Haas, Tom Flatel those big Broncos 4s on the back foot, looking out for a big game for him, but plus four and a half is a gift, absolute gift. Storm can win, storm thirteen plus get all around Melbourne Storm. Six fifty for the premiership. If they win this game, they are in about three at all. So um I'd be I'd be I'd be taking a Melbourne storm year, possibly even shorter. So they'll be there will be a game or one there will be a game away
1: on the easy side of the draw of the storm. So um yeah, very challenging on 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 Melbourne wins. Interesting one. I think Reese Walsh is the best player I've seen. Since, since maybe you know Ryan Patterson has at his top. I know nothing about rugby league, and uh, he, I think he can uh, he can swing the game here. Reese Walsh, if he has any sort of impact, I think he can be the difference. But if Reese Walsh doesn't fire, um, yeah, Broncos are in uh, a lot a lot of trouble. I would have thought in this one, but um, mm, fascinating. I tell you what, I'll be definitely watching this game, and uh, the Friday night game of AFL will barely be uh, switched on in my household. So. Oh, gosh what a what, what a great uh two uh opening games thursday night friday night so make sure uh, you get the misses out on a girls night for uh, one or both of those evenings and friday the undercard here or the uh, secondary game is carlton versus sydney swans $1.48 265 blues favorite 13 and a half is the line and one's 57 and is the total here d day for carlton gosh it would be embarrassing if they uh they lost this one mg
2: it's been a huge build-up. Don't pretend you don't have two TVs to watch all this sport as well, Scoop. Watching off one TV, <laughs> fitting. you're kidding yourself. Uh, this will be front and centre this game, and the uh, MCG returns again. Um, you know They'll probably be aiming for uh, back-to-back 90,000-plus crowd. Uh, the rain might deter a few, but um, you know both of these sides, um, interesting, at certain points of the year, they were large odds to make finals, so they've both come from the clouds at certain parts, Uh what was it, 10 weeks ago maybe, Voss was out the door. He'd packed his uh, gear and everyone was burning their memberships and stuff to his changes, Carlton supporters. But uh, they've won nine of their last 10 and basically through the last game where um, they didn't have to win against the Giants. And um, Sydney lost a tough one against Melbourne. So even though they're both coming off losses, um, Carlton have won nine of their last 10, Sydney have won six of their last seven. So both in very good form. Key here here is the venue, home ground advantage to Carlton's massive uh, they're five and three with a draw on the G this year, and Sydney are zero and three. So they have not played the SCG well. Got smashed by Melbourne by 50 points, lost to Collingwood by five goals, and even lost to Richmond by uh, two goals. So they have not performed well at the SCG. Uh, sorry, the MCG, which will favour Carlton if they get the ball out and running. They're going to be hard to stop, and if they get up early, the crowd will just take over as well. So. Uh, not a betting match for me, Scoot. I just think the hype's too much for Carlton and they're well-protected in the market. If I was going to have a play, it'd be Sydney on the plus because I think they'll try and shut it down. Again, this will be a low-scoring game. Plenty of weather around again. This total has been smashed to the unders. Pretty happy we bet early here. Um, it's moved some 12 or 13 points. And I don't think it's finished, especially with the uh, the rain forecast. I think this will be a low-scoring game and it'll be a grinding affair. I don't think there'll be too much in it going in the last quarter, but I'd shade Sydney and definitely the unders.
1: Carlton don't win this final. They may never win a final in the next sort of five or ten years, I'm saying. they. It's a must bet. I, I'm all over the blues here. And I'm just going to be chips in Carlton. And you I, got uh,
2: too, you got too much money. You must be travelling on the races. I know you had a big day yesterday, Scoop, but there's there's better bets of me, me falling into the Carlton trap. Fair I'm just a sucker for
1: punishment. So <laughs> it would be a good one just to bet and not watch it and just uh, have a little mini fill-up on maybe the Storm Plus and hopefully they uh, they belt the absolute bejesus out of each other. But... It's D-Day for Carlton. I think uh, they'll surprise. And they should be uh, pretty pretty bitter and burn about what sort of happened. They fell apart last season. So I think they will be um, a bit of salt in the wounds, And uh, I don't think Sydney are going as good. So I'll make them a uh, a, a good bet there, Carlton. I think they're an absolute gift. And the next one is uh, Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. So we'll be just chew- chewing through probably uh, 10 units worth of betting for the Little Booty Syndicate, who MG mentioned. They've had an absolute mozza. I think we're uh, winning 40 units for the week. So make sure you get on our, our coattails to spring. Because we've got through the filthy winter and uh, we're up and about at the moment. But Saturday afternoon, four o'clock, Penrith Panthers uh, $1.19, New Zealand Warriors $4.75, 13.5 the line, and 41.5. Chips in Penrith, you say top rope earlier. Uh, Why can't the New Zealand Warriors uh, upset them
0: here? Uh, I'm not convinced that the Warriors are nearly as good as their their record has kind of come to be. And one truth, you one you would think the team going as well as Penrose would be one of those teams that are over time and time again, that they are did the over the odds. It's just not true at home. They've come at twenty-five of their last 37 at home. As good as they are, they continue to uh, uh overachieve at home. Final football, their their defensive record has been obscene. They've allowed eleven tries in the last seven games, seven finals games of final football. It is utterly upset. How many of those have been meaningful as well? You know, like that, they, they led in a couple of late tries when the game was already in the bag against the Eels in the ground final last year. They just do not concede tries and fouls. They peak at the right time. The Warriors, they haven't come any of their last six games this season. they played some pretty ordinary teams that run. In their last six meetings against the Panthers, they've averaged 8.67 points. They've smashed earlier in the year. Not smashed, uh, when they've smashed on they played a blue bet last Another one, seven straight, seven in the last 21. I've got to be all over the Panthers this year. The, the line's moving their way. I've been 11.5 at 13.5. This will not start shorter than 14.5. I'm betting up now. Love it.
1: Love the confidence. All right. Next game we're going to have a look at is St. Kilda and GWS Giants here. Uh, Giants, uh, $1.70, St. Kilda, 2 15 The line's four and, a half and one dollars 4.5. Tight one, this one, MG. Can mix their form a bit both sides.
2: Yeah, interesting matchup. Surprising a uh, favourite is the outsider interstate team travelling here. Uh, the venue's also interesting at the MCG. I uh, wonder how close it would have been being at the Dome for St Kilda get no advantage by going to the MCG. They've only played there twice this year, being one and one. Giants have only played once at the MCG, got smashed by 10 goals against Collingwood. So I think... Um, I don't think St Kilda would be happy going to the MCG to play the Giants and mm. the money is indicated that way. The Giants opened one in the market now out to four. So all the money's for the Inforden team. The Giants have won nine of their last 11 to make the finals and St Kilda have been very inconsistent after a very good start. But I just think if the Giants get it on their terms and they get it out and running, St Kilda is the way they set up and like to play the domes, they can shut down and make it ugly scoring. St Kilda only averaged um, totals of 149 this year, which is extraordinarily low. So whether they can achieve that defensive setup at the MCG, what will help them is the um, the weather report. There is rain around, chance for rain. It'll be a low-scoring game. But, yeah, I'm I'm with the Giants here. Um, I just think they're an informed side. They've got more upside, more potency in attack. And if they get it on their terms, even though St Kilda have won the last four straight head-to-head, I think uh, I'll be with the Giants here. Happy to be on the under ticket. Uh, We backed it under 160. I think this will close closer to 150 come game time.
1: Mm. I'd probably lean the Giants way if you're free reeling and uh, you've had a little bit of a mini fill-up up up until now. If I had a free bet, I'd be all over the Giants here and I don't think there's going to be enough rain to really make it a bog and a slog and that would probably suit the Saints and Roscoe would be absolutely cheering and he'll all draw here but I think the Giants might just have a touch of class and... Uh, be a bit too quick for uh the scenes. Let's have a look at uh the next NRL game. This is an absolute uh corker wet dream for the NRL fans. Cronulla Sharks, the Finn a dollar nine against the Chooks, a dollar ninety, and forty and a half is the total angle here, top rope.
0: Uh numbers dots throw up a lot in this one. Of the roosters have won seven in the last eight against the the, the sharks. they have covered six of those. Good record of Shark pipe four or five. Both teams ended with a bit of form. I think there is a little concern around who will play forward for so the Sharks. Will Kennedy's been named on the extended bench. Connor Tracy's hurt. Could both play. Neither could play unclear at this stage. But I'm going with the Roosters here. Not a lot of numbers to, to, to kind of back this up, but I, I suspect they're playing a bit of football. They've won five on the trot coming in. What I really have loved to see is Sam Walker and has played played two, two games back after being dropped and then getting injured. The fell up. Is their best halfback option, and everyone in the club knows it. But yeah, this time last year, he was playing tired, was playing without energy. He'd use that that axing slash injury to really freshen up. He's got a try each week, he gets a try assist on the yeah, you know, up up against Nico Hines. I think it's a great matchup there. Hines struggled in the big game last year for so the Sharks. And not have a very poor record against top top eight teams. They've only covered four of the last four lanes. So Early money for the Chooks. I know the Chooks are good value this week, so I'll be uh, betting them. Not, you know, this is not an of the gap job here, but uh, um, I'll be be betting the Chooks up.
1: Mm, D Day for Nico Hine, Real crunch match. He needs to get his confidence in a in a big game and a big win on the board.
0: Prove, pro- Maybe it's just Freddie's long game, Scoot, and just try to get the roost. Two all turn the roosters on wire, completely crushing Nico's spirit throughout to to the Origin series.
1: <laughs> I don't think Freddie's got a long game, has he?
0: Oh, that's, a, that's a very valid
1: point. on Saturday night it's an absolute uh, ripper the Brisbane Bears sorry Lions take on uh, Port Adelaide Power 725 at the, the Gabatois this looks like an absolute corker one of those classic uh, Brisbane finals they always seem to be super close these matches those night games up at Brisbane but uh, they find a way Brizzy $1.45 dollars the Power 15 and, and 173 and a half the line there MG you're in love with Brisbane.
2: I am, and they owe me plenty, so i
1: will to ride them to the
2: grave. I feel like it's uh, almost the same as Top Rope with the Storm. I've, I've been <laughs> oh, on the lines a couple of years now, but this is definitely their best chance. Listen, oh, Scoot, you
1: summarised
2: it well from the top Um, with how you said how these Brisbane games go. They do find a way. They're undefeated this year at home, 11-0. They've won 12 straight at the Gabba. Oh, no. They also do... I also do think that the the bettings, even though it's gone 15 down to 14, back up to 15, I still think the line uh, favours Port here. I, I don't think there's that much between the sides, even though it's impossible to go against Brisbane at home, and I think they will find a way to get the win, but I couldn't jump into the minus here. I think the value's on the plus um, with Port Adelaide. And I also think, because what you mentioned with a night game at the Gabba, even though it's perfect weather during the day, I think it's about 24 degrees and sunny, Night games at the Gabba. This total open 168 up to, what are we, 173. Some places 174. If this reaches 175 range and it c- continues to slide up, I think this is an under. I think this is a trap total play uh, for the over, and I think they're just sawing the punters in here, um, and I think I'd be swinging to the under. Um, being a night game and a final, too much on the line here for the winner. They get the week off straight into the prelim, so I don't think it'll be as high-scoring. From a stats point of view, both great winning sides. Both had 17 wins and six losses on the year. Brisbane have uh, won four straight. Port have won three straight. As I said, at the Gabba Brisbane are uh, 11-0. and 0. They've won their last four straight against Port Adelaide, uh, two of them by decent margins as well. Um, Port Adelaide did beat Brisbane by uh, 54 points in round one and kicked poorly in that game. They could have probably won by 70 or 80. So interesting last game. But, yeah, I just think... Uh, Both teams pretty much full strength scoot. I think it'll be a cracking game and I don't think it'll be as big as what the betting suggests.
1: You probably could hear my mouse clicking, and that was me looking at Joe Danaher, two plus goals, Charlie Cameron, two plus goals.
2: Moral, already tipped that. Brisbane
1: Lions to win, Zach Bailey, just any time goal scorer, and with a little top sport top up button, I get $3.55, and that could just be money for jam. All those things need to happen for Brisbane Lions to get this one over the line, so I'll be uh, putting some of my uh, racing chips onto that one for Saturday night. and. I might have to get into the one nine six cans to uh, get through that match. I'll be struggling to keep my eyes open uh, late late on a Saturday night for that one. But uh, I think that's the best way to play that one.
2: Nothing's ever free, Scoot. You should know that. <laughs>
1: Sunday afternoon uh, is a little bit of respite there's not much doing in AFL land but uh thankfully PVL scheduled a game at uh, 4 o'clock on a Sunday arvo to lift our spirits a dollar 21 the Newcastle Knights Canberra Raiders 445 13 and a half, 42 and a half tricky one that looks like a uh, a big line off the uh, off the bat there top rope there's
0: never much happening in AFL land scoot and I'm not surprised that uh, the AFL have dodged uh, dodged the arrow once again uh First thoughts, uh, Newcastle should do an absolute job on Canberra, but held back a little bit by the fact that uh, Callum Pine is not very near fully fit. He's done done an AC joint in his shoulder. This would be semi back Usually this injury kind of takes three to four weeks to recover. Um, Very concerned. That their entire run of form has been entirely on his back. He has lifted this team. He's gone back to full-back. He has played very very well it's all gonna him. So the Raiders do have a tendency to kind of make these games quite a little scrappy affairs too. So look well, I would rather be on the minus than the plus, but no be on that one. But I will be reading the under in this one. Uh three of the last four between these two have tallied 38 or fewer. The Knights have conceded 12 or fewer in their last four. The Raiders have absolutely no points in them. How their attacking weapons continue to get yeah, sent off or suspended. So not ideal for them. Uh, and Ricky Schultz would not know how to cover the creative attacking plan if it's uh, slapped him in the ass. So um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, it, it's going to be a, a, a bit of a slugfest side game this one. So packed house, sold out a long, sold out a long, long time ago early in the week. So uh, oh, I think the under is the way of place one. Not all on the ref as well, Ashley Klein. No, he's lost 13-day games under the total.
1: Caelan oh, well, Pong Pong's made out of glass, so Ricky Stewart only has to come out with one strategy, and that's to put him into the ground. So if Caelan Pong gets well, knocked over...
0: You'd think it will be that easy. Think well. be
1: that easy so. <laughs> it has to yeah.
0: be. It's the only way. <laughs> this is a guy, guy for the last two weeks. has played a winger at fullback, a centre at wing, a fullback at centre. We had them all available on the team, so unclear what he's doing.
1: Oh, Ricky, Ricky Stewart, Freddie... Who 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 would you rather, coaching for your life?
0: I'll take Ricky coaching for my life. Fred is an idiot. <laughs> at least at least Ricky's just a, a stubborn son of a bitch. I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Ricky over three now, out
1: Outstanding. All right. I think uh, Melbourne Storm sound like uh, top top ropes uh, best bet. Uh, I'm I'm chips in on Carlton, and I'll have a little bit of a same game multi action for uh, the Brisbane Lions. Uh, MG final word. Your best for the weekend. Unders tonight. Unders tonight, yeah, there's going to be uh, plenty of rain, so it'll be greasy, two defensive teams slugging it out. That's been uh, my first episode back. A a little bit ring rusty there, Thursday lines, but uh, I've got one more week to redeem myself next week, so fingers crossed it's a fill-up for everyone on week one of finals. And a big thanks to uh, Top Rope and uh, MG down in Melbourne and our sponsors, of course, Comics Lounge, uh, Punting Form and Top Sport. I'll see you next week. Can't wait.